Hi, my name is Jin Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. I want to talk today a little bit more about the primitive brain in a bit more detail. Let's get right into that primitive brain um, because we already know that it's our fight or flight or freeze response, but I want to talk a little bit more about it. So the fight or flight or freeze response, I hope you understand, is a good survival response if you'd seen a polar bear. Not so good for us in everyday life now when we want to go around, do our work, get jobs done, look after family. We don't need to be going into that response so much, but it's still there within us, that primitive brain. And that fight or flight or freeze response is out now, actually, we've transferred that into modern day symptoms of anxiety, anger and depression. Prolonged periods of fight or flight or freeze have just led to further mental health issues. So a little bit more about the primitive brain today. The primitive brain is negative. I want you to remember that where the intelligent brain is positive and objective and rational, the primitive brain is very negative. It's irrational. It finds it very difficult to be objective because it just needs to go into a very quick survival response. Imagine if you saw that polar bear you're not going to think, oh, hang on a minute, I might be all right today. This polar bear might already have eaten. Or this polar bear is maybe a vegan polar bear and really doesn't want to eat meat and it doesn't want to eat me. No, you're not going to think like that. You're going to think, I'm in trouble here. I'm going to die. I need to get out of here fast. And your primitive brain will do that in a split second. And isn't that a great response? Because it's making you catastrophize so that you take action in that moment very quickly without even thinking about it. There's no processing going on there. But it's much the same in life. We start to catastrophize very quickly about the little things. So the cup of tea you have in the morning doesn't taste so good. You haven't made it properly right. The rest of the day is going to be a disaster. A project you're doing at work or at school or college is just not going so well. Oh, I'm just going to fail the whole course and I'll never get a job. And we'll take that even further. If something's not going so well at work, well, I'm, this isn't going to go so well. My boss isn't going to be happy. I'm going to lose my job, which means I'll lose my house and my family. I'm going to die. You know, that might be a bit extreme, but you know, those thoughts build up over time. We start to catastrophize and it's just that primitive brain kicking in. It's trying to look after you. Remember, it hasn't got an intelligent resource. It's not analyzing the situation. It's just going straight to the nth degree of negativity to say, right, I've got to do this because this will what this is what's going to make you take action. But intelligently, you know, that's not serving you so well right now. So that primitive brain, it loves catastrophizing. A bit more about the primitive brain. It's obsessional. If there was a polar bear out there, probably be a really good idea to keep a check on it, right? You wouldn't take your eyes off it. You'd want to know where it's moving. Has it gone yet? Is it still there? That's all you would think about. You would be really checking that polar bear. And these days, we just find other things to check. So we keep checking our mobile phone for no reason. We keep checking the email inbox. And sometimes this obsession can develop so much that we can start to develop OCDs, obsessive compulsive disorders. What an OCD does is it just gives you that feeling of control. Well, if I do this thing, whatever it is, 
maybe switching off the light switch on and off before you go out, checking the lock 20 times before you go out. It makes you feel in control. It just gives you that feeling of control back and it just calms down your anxiety for a split second. And that's coming from the primitive brain. Your primitive brain is just your minder. It's trying to look after you. So you've now fixated on something. Well, if I do this thing 20 times before I leave the house, I will feel better. I calm down and I can get on with my day. But intelligently, you know, that's not serving you so well. So OCDs definitely develop from the primitive brain. More about the primitive brain. It's vigilant. If there's one polar bear outside, it'd probably be a good idea to check out for more polar bears. There might be a few more up the road or around the corner. And these days, we're just looking out for the next problem. So if one thing goes wrong, oh, the next thing's going to go wrong and the thing after that as well. If I don't get this work project finished, I bet it's going to be a disaster and the next one's going to be a disaster. And I, oh dear, I'm a failure at everything. Again, you're going into catastrophizing there, aren't you? So it'd be a really good idea to be on alert for more problems. It's a survival response. But in our relatively safe society now, it's just not as useful as when we were cave people. One really interesting thing about vigilance here is snoring. Let's talk about snoring. Now, I get quite a few clients come to me and say, oh, Jin, I really need you to use hypnotherapy to use, get my partner to stop snoring. And I will come back with a reply, which often surprises people. I don't need to see your partner. I need to see you. You are being vigilant. You are on alert. You have tuned into that snoring and it's disturbing you. Your partner is sleeping away quite happily. So they don't see it as a problem. But if you do, it's your vigilance that is keeping you awake. What I want you to remember here is, the more you have in your stress bucket is more fuel for the primitive brain. The more you have in your stress bucket, by fueling that primitive brain, you're then going to display behaviors coming from the primitive brain. And vigilance is a big one. Do you ever feel you get really annoyed by that dripping tap or the ticking of the clock, especially when it's really quiet, that's all you can hear and you're obsessing about it? Because your stress levels are really high, what your brain is doing is saying, oh, you need to be on alert there's something out there, there's a polar bear out there. So you need to be on alert. And your brain is not allowing you to relax and calm down. Now, as I said, this happens when people are snoring. So it would be good to be on alert if you were living in the wild, it'd be good to be on alert for every little noise, you could be under threat. But you're relatively safe now at home in bed, there's nothing to be concerned about. So what you need to do is let go and just relax. And once my clients find that their stress bucket starts to empty, they, those little things just don't bother them anymore. The little irritations don't bother them. They're not alert for them. They're not always expecting them. So it just passes them by completely. And I find that really interesting about the primitive brain, how that vigilance creates that heightened sense of always being stressed out. It's almost like a vicious circle. You've got heightened stress level anyway because you've got a full stress bucket. You're in your primitive brain, which just creates more of a heightened sense of stress, that vigilance it once again. And lastly, about the primitive brain, it's not creative. It can't think of a new way of doing things. 
if yesterday you saw that polar bear and you ran in one direction and you survived, you'll think, well, great, that's useful. So I'm going to program myself with that. If today you saw a polar bear, you'd run in exactly the same direction because it worked yesterday. So it's bound to work again today. Apply that to modern day times now. Mm, Not so good, right? You want to find new ways of doing things. You may have found that once when you were quite stressed, you drank a glass of wine and you felt better. Which means that the next time you get stressed, you might need a little bit more wine and and the time after that a bit more. And now you know this isn't really working for you because you're drinking way too much wine every time you get stressed. You need to get creative. You need to start thinking of other ways of doing things to deal with that stress. And that creative thought only comes from your intelligent brain. Being in the primitive brain is a very fixed way of thinking. You've probably heard of of those terms, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And it comes from those two different parts of the brain. The primitive brain has got a very fixed way of thinking, something that you've programmed yourself for that works really well. But the intelligent brain is where you want to be if you want to have a growth mindset, a mindset that looks creatively and openly at other solutions and workarounds. So that's a bit more detail about that primitive brain. And in future episodes, we'll come to ways of trying to manage those thoughts. But I feel it's really important to get those brain basics in that observe where your thoughts are coming from. Appreciate that you have this primitive brain that that looks after you. You know, don't get me wrong. It's still got a function for us in modern day times. You know, you've got to hit the emergency brake in the car very quickly. You've got to do take an action if the fire alarm goes off. But it doesn't need to be on alert all the time. We need to learn how to stop fueling this primitive brain because all those actions, all those thoughts and feelings come from the primitive brain. So in summary, the primitive brain has three opt-out clauses, depression, anxiety, and anger, or a combination of all three. You can feel depressed and angry at the same time. The primitive brain is negative. It catastrophizes. The primitive brain is obsessional. It's vigilant and it's not creative. These are all parts of our human biology that served us well once, but not so much now. And we need to recognize and use our intelligent brain a little bit more objectively and rationally to say, right, this behavior and this thought pattern is just not serving me so well anymore. Thanks for listening. And I hope to see you next time when we'll talk a little bit more about limiting what goes into the stress bucket and improving your sleep. Oh, 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 oh,